Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Oh. Turn on. Turn on. Tune in. Tune in. Mark out. Come be a party with us. Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm Killy Mockstar Dwyer, and welcome to Mockumental, where we feature indie local comedy music and theater and the artists who create it. Today, we are super pumped to have shows from the 2018 New York Bridget Festival in the studio for deep tissue interviews, live performances, and calling questions from you out there in the real world. Our mock bottom drinking game will be to drink every time we get a listener call in. So call in at 718-928-9732. Mock bottoms up. Let's feel funny together. They turned off the mics. Nice. Cool. Really cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, potluck supper. Potluck dinner was up earlier with Jarrett. Uh, you were listening to Mockumental and Radio Free Brooklyn. Had a bit of a hairy, had a little uh, dead air uh, for a second. But it's it's just so nice of you to join me here on my birthday. It's my birthday. Put my thing down. Get my game on. Uh, we are. I'm happy to be working on my birthday. I love my job. I love uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, don't forget, we are a community freeform radio station. Uh, they let us do whatever the fuck we want, and you support it, which is amazing. Uh, a couple of announcements just up front. Saturday, February 17th at 7.30, QED has uh, the Odd Rock Comedy Hour, and then they bring in you, they'd be bringing you music, comedy, sketch, video, or whatever, you know, whatever kind of odd stuff they can figure out to do. Um, that's got Ben Pernick, who's been on the show here about Pat Wise, who I want to have on the show. Uh, Ray DeVito, uh, comedian DeCunle De, De Samade. Oh my gosh, I, I probably just murdered that name. As long as I don't murder the comic. Um, and then, uh, Rob Paravonian. It's hosted by Rob Paravonian, who's uh, been a guest on the show a couple times here. We love Rob. He's the best. And then we have, uh, we're mid. Anti-Folk Festival right now, currently, uh, which is at Sidewalk Cafe, and incredible lineups every night. I've got my birthday set on Tuesday, February 13th at 8 p.m. Uh, as part of the festival, and you can check out the full shebang on Sidewalk 
ny.com um and of course the fantastic frigid festival from which we have guests uh from three shows tonight and that starts uh, february 14th and it runs till march 4th uh horsetrade.info is the uh, website you can go and see uh every show that's playing and all sorts of good information about horse trade and the good stuff that they do um so many good things they're my favorite and we'll get more specific on that in a bit with our special guest. But now we're going to start off with the mock block as we like to do. Uh, this is a special musical theater edition of Mockumental because we are doing a theater-based um, format uh, interview type stuff uh, tonight. And so I thought, why not? Uh, I don't get to play my theater, my musical theater too much. So we're going to start off with Government from Big River. Well, you're dead. Government, you sorry so and so. Why is everything? You got your damn hands in every pocket of my clothes. Well, you that gone, that gone, that gone. Government, oh, oh, oh. oh, don't you know? Oh, don't you love them sometimes? You that gone, government, you better pay attention. You're sitting up there like a fool's convention. Well, you dead, gone, my dead, dead, you dead, gone, my government. Well, don't you know, oh, don't you love them sometimes? These soul selling no good sons of a dead pan shoe fitting fire starters ought to tear your no good gut. Dang preambulatory bone frame and nail it to your government walls. All of you, you bastards. Dead gum. Government, you sorry rack of fractures. You got yourself an itch and you want me to scratch it. Where you dead gum? Yeah, you dead gum. You dead gum. You sorry sons of bitches You got your damn hands in every pocket of my britches Well, you dead, gum, my dad, gum, my dad, gum, government Woo! Well, don't you know, oh, don't you love them sometimes Whoa, 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 whoa Honey, if I want to see theater, I'll go see a play with no singing and dancing to get in the way. Theater is language, and that should be all. Music belongs at the Carnegie Hall. Not a reason on earth, as far as I know, to write, mount, and open a musical show. I've been a theater critic for a hundred years And it's always the same The story is moving Chock full of suspense The plot takes a twist And the mood is intense Then someone sings a song like this It doesn't make sense Please I hate musicals Gangs don't look tough When they twirl and they snap 
my gorge starts to rise when a nun starts to tap. And wouldn't you just love to slap Maria Von Trapp? I'll tell you how to solve a problem like Maria. Hey, Ralph, she's over there. I hate musicals. The show may be a train wreck and unworthy of praise. Still, they're selling T-shirts with their logos ablaze. Producers don't care when a musical's flopping. As long as everybody's busy drinking and shopping. I hate the genre. It's all second rate. When forced to see this dreck, I always come late. From overture to curtain call, it all turns me off. I sit there and cough the whole night long. Cause I hate musicals, but not as much as I hate this song. As we stumble along on life's funny journey. As we stumble along into the blue, we look here and we look there, seeking answers anywhere, never sure of where to turn or what to do. Still we bumble our way through life's crazy labyrinth. Barely knowing left from right, nor right from wrong. And the best that we can do is hope a bluebird will sing his song as we stumble along. It's a dismal little world in which we live. Can bore you till you've nothing left to give. Seven overrated wonders, seven underwhelming seas, six excruciating continents, Antarctica. Oh, please. Still, you mustn't let it lick you. This planet, oh, so bland. Keep your eyeball. On the highball in your hand as we stumble along cross life's crowded dance floors as we push and we shove we live and we learn and when we finally leave the bar See that morning star We pull our bootstraps up And homeward turn Then we stumble away Through dawn's blinding sunbeams Failing glowing right from right Nor left from wrong But as long as we can hear Little blue bird, there'll be 
Yes, yes, yes. That was our uh, upfront mock block. You are listening to Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, you're with your host here, Kelly Mockstar Dwyer. Thank you for joining us on a special birthday edition. Um, upfront was Government, Big River. Then I Hate Musicals from Ruthless. Uh, my mic is cutting out. I don't know why. Why? What did you just do? It's probably my headphones. Who cares? Hey, you know, we were just talking about how you guys like to hear the bumps and the grinds, the bumping and the grinded at home. Uh, don't forget that you can call in uh, to the studio, 928-9732. That's 718-928-9732 if you have a question for our artists. Um, oh, and then uh, last, I didn't say, we have as, we had As We Stumble Along uh, by the uh, from the Drowsy Chaperone which I absolutely love. I've played that one before and I rarely play musical theater on the show. And so, but I'm a total musical theater nerd. And so when I get the chance, I think that's where I got my comedy music, you know, upbringing from I kind of transitioned uh, very easily into comedy music from musical theater. Cause God damn it. There are so many great, funny comedy musical songs. Uh, so what, and that all ties into our awesome, uh, frigid connection. Now, frigid festival, the New York Frigid Festival, this is the 12th year. Uh, I've actually performed in the festival myself uh, probably five times. Um, the mini fridge in the summer I've done a few times. Um, this all goes through Horse Trade Theater Company uh, with our uh, era is, is the man. Um, you guys can start You guys can start going, hey, hubba, 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 hubba. Um, uh, we have three shows from this 2018 Frigid Festival here in the studio today. Uh, we have Maggie Nettle who is doing live from planet earth say hi maggie hi we have uh go ahead and say your names and your show i'll let you guys do this part <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> don't all talk at once uh i'm casey o'neill and greg moss and it's the uh, great cat massacre correct indeed that's correct um uh, meow and uh, speaking of meow we get to uh we get to miss megan uh, uh it's what she found and you're the you're the writer, right? I am the writer. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about like what you guys all do in your shows, yeah. but like, but you're you wrote this show, and you're not you're not in it. I'm not, and a lot of people think I. Yeah, am. exactly. <laughs> I thought I thought, and 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 later we'll get to hear a snippet, and we're gonna make you perform like perform some of it. So yeah. in a sense, tonight you are the star. Oh, um, but you wrote it, and uh, and you guys with the Great Cat Massacre. How? Uh, what are you guys? Are the producers, the writer, director? What? So we you're, we are co-producers, right. co-writers, and co-scenic design. And your <laughs> and your cast is currently rehearsing right yes, now. They, right? Yes, they are at NYU rehearsing. At good, the good. They should be working their butts off. They uh, they have They're big big opening coming up. Um, and Maggie, you are the writer, director, and producer and star. Am I correct? Yeah. You make it sound so complicated. Well, I mean, I've, <laughs> a I lot just, of the shows I pr- I've done in the festival, I've done the same thing. So no, you're, you're better. You have at, many hats. You're, you're better at it than I am. You wear the hats. You, no, I just, I just walk. I just, I, I just talk. I just get up in there and talk. You just, just get like, up and talk. I just talk. I just get up <laughs> that, and talk. Wow. That sounds a lot easier than when uh, the, uh, you guys, are you guys all stressing right now? I mean, like I get really, really stressed out the, like these last couple of weeks before the festival. I mean, it's exciting. I think it's the energy is there, but it's like holy oh, yeah. shit balls! Oh, yeah. This is yeah. happening. It's happening. Right? I know. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to put this a little closer to you guys. I was telling so you don't Greg, have to lean over. Yeah, that way you can lean back. About the, 
the great nap I'm going to take on February 18th. Right, right. <laughs> the great nap. Uh, oh, yeah. The sequel to The Great Cat Massacre. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, and we'll in and, and just a few minutes, we'll we'll go through like when the shows are, are, are going to be in, which theater they are. There are two theaters uh, the horse train owns. Um, and we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, but, um, but let's start with you, Maggie. Let's start, let, Maggie and I go way back, first of all, like, you know. We go to the way back we were machine. Just we ones. We weren't. We were, we, were, we, were yeah. we ones when we met. We were way back. Uh, we started in, um, what I would call the Penny's open mic scene yeah. mm-hmm. together. And, uh, which was, which, uh, continues on in mm-hmm. a, a different name called Open Mic Downstairs. Uh, and it continues on under, under, under St. Mark's Theater, uh, which Horse Trade runs as uh the open mic downstairs i think i said that already so we met and uh maggie's a fantastic st- storyteller and and that's kind of where this show has developed from right your uh crazy life well yeah yeah it has uh and um the thing is i debuted the show in scranton pennsylvania right what i did down there was that i just had a uh had a, a bullet point of uh you know uh, just a list of bullet points of mm-hmm. what stories i was going to do and then i just went out there and i did them right and then um, bullet points bullet points that's always fun yeah it's it's it, <laughs> well i'm not going to write the whole story down because i tried that once before i tried that back in 2010 right. and that was just too much for me it's like i don't want to i don't want to memorize all this like no. it already happened it and already happened it's I already like better it. when you let it flow right? i already did it i was there <laughs> yeah, yeah, why yeah, do yeah. i have to write it down on a piece of paper right. and give it to a tech person and just tell them just sit there and right. if you want to follow around with the lights go right right you You're know like, oh and i missed just, i didn't want to i didn't want to do that so yeah um so. i think bullet points are great i think it's a great way a great structure for a, sh- a storytelling show especially something so intimate and personal as what you're doing yeah, this is going to be this is going to be really fun because it's it's just i'm just going to enjoy myself yeah really enjoy myself wow and, yeah i but, like that well i was gonna you know I've, I've enjoyed myself before but when it was just when i just put too much pressure it's like oh you know because the thing is the thing is especially in comedy now everyone wants to go on the road with a big idea you know they have to have the big idea right like what's the big idea yeah. let's tell america what the mm-hmm. big idea what is, is the big idea we got this idea and it's big idea. it's a big, idea. Big, big idea. idea big idea big idea and it isn't really what big there's no big idea no, there's no big ideas left no they're, they're, all, they're all, all taken they've all been they're all taken so they're i'm just i'm just, now just ripping off big ideas i know i know <laughs> with mediocre and average <laughs> ideas <laughs> You know, no, I, come on. I didn't want to now. come. I didn't want to come I'll, and talk about the, the administration. I just wanted to, you know. I know it happens, though. I know. I think um, what ha- uh, what uh, the personal making what you're doing the personal aspect to what you're doing specifically it makes it uh, is the big idea. Like the, you know, that's what we want. We want the mag. We want to see, we want to see the real deal. You know, yeah. and that that's where the bullet points come in, and they allow you to sort of improvise around and dance with the words that you already know are there. You know, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, you know, the audiences are always different, and Some I know of you're going to differently. You do a break dancing uh, in the middle of your show. No, no. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Everyone was waiting for the break dancing. I'm not going to do it this year. I quit smoking, and I have all this extra weight. I don't want it. And congratulations! It's been like how many months? Uh, it's been, I'm going on year three. Oh, shit. Really? Year yeah. three? Yeah. I, know, I feel bad because it's been like six days for me. I, <laughs> I've, I have, I, I have gained Amazing. enough weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nobody can see that though here. Well, that's we're on the radio. sitting down and we're on the radio. We're on so the radio. See it. Yeah. I, but I'm basically carrying like a fifth grader. Oh, 
I'm well, carrying it's me and then I'm carrying are you smarter grader. than a fifth grader though that's no, the real question that, no I okay. know I'm not <laughs> I am not smarter than a fifth grader I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna brag all right we're gonna we're, <laughs> we're gonna come back we're gonna we're gonna play duck duck goose here and we're gonna come back to Maggie yeah. in, a, in a minute let's talk about the cat massacre now that sounds and I and I've heard you guys gave me a little snippet um mm-hmm. that we're gonna play in a little bit yeah. um and it's it sounds like quite a little romp. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a weird little romp. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, the Great Cat Massacre, uh, our show, is based on an actual historical event that happened in 18th century Paris oh. uh, in which a small neighborhood uh, thought that their cats were possessed by demons. And so naturally I still decided... still do. Yep. Solid. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Look, we've, we've all been around cats sometimes. <laughs> They're occasionally possessed by the devil. Yes. Um, but... They certainly don't like me, so I'm pretty sure they are the devil. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, these people just uh, murdered all of their cats. Right, right. Yeah, and they, um, and they held a mock witch trial. Sounds fun. Yeah. Sounds like fun times. Oh, it's 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 been a lot if of fun to write. Done it. You really should try. Yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, I'll see the show first so I can get mm-hmm. a guideline as to what 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 I'm looking at, where, yeah, what I need to do. Tips. I, yes, I'll tell you. I you know just uh, off this, I I had a cat named Doodle. Mm-hmm. And uh, she escaped out the back window, and this was like oh gosh, twenty years ago. Yeah. And um, the dogs got at her, oh, no. and they like yes, because I was like, "You're possessed, get out!" No, um, <laughs> no. and like they like ripped her leg, no. and then and then I was like super poor, and I I was like I had no money to like get her fixed right and get her leg fixed. So I went back to the um, humane society. No, wait, where was where did I get her from? The uh, North Shore Animal Shelter. Mm-hmm. We went to No Kill Shelter. Love them. Uh, Got to give them props because they said, you know, you can't. We're not going to take her back. You have to. You have to. That's not how it works. And I'm like, I literally sat outside the front of their building and cried with the cat in my arms as all these families are coming up to like yeah. uh, to oh get God. the cat to take it by you know get a dog or a cat and i'm like ah. i would have done the same thing and then until, until the lady comes out she's like yeah, I, I am pissed right now but we are gonna take this motherfucking cat <laughs> and we are gonna fix it but that is so i was like thank you so much oh my God. i was such a maniac at the time i was i mean not not that i'm not now but holy <laughs> shit did i need more medication at that point um <laughs> I'm I'm medicated now, and I'm having a, I'm having a beer. Uh, I, oh, I should I should well, say that we do, we are playing a drinking game too, guys. I didn't I don't know I did say sort of, um, but when when we get a call, we can drink. But you know what? We can drink whenever we want to. Because yeah, damn it, we're adults, right? I've, and I've we deserve drinking it. By like getting a head start. You guys had a long day today. You guys yeah. you guys had a day. Absolutely. Uh, um, we we just came from rehearsal. Uh, our right. actors are are rehearsing right. as we speak. Right doing uh, phenomenal work right uh, and it's a musical yeah. right yes 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 uh and casey and i uh wrote the book and music and lyrics fun yeah and stage directions nice uh, you're not going to hear those so what's much. your background like how do you first of all how do you know each other and yeah we know each other through uh grad school we both went to the graduate musical theater writing program at tish nice tish. Yeah. We, uh, we first wrote out our and they sort of do like a round robin thing mm-hmm. where they or and actually, it's more like speed dating. Right. In your right. first year, right. you, you work with every one of the opposite side. You either go right. as a composer or as a librettist. Greg was a librettist. I was in there as a composer. Mm-hmm. And uh, they paired us up for mm-hmm. the big end of year one. Speaking 20. here, just because I, 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 I can hear you, but I like I want to hear you more. So like um, you, you two can take turns. You guys sorry. have been friends for a while. Very loud, so work together. You've done many projects. Now. Your lips can get close together. And if you guys have a little kiss... 
you know, that's up to you. You know, we're not going to uh, say. So, well, let's get some more of this beer in me. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. Oh, it's on. Don't worry. We got a six, We got another six pack You're in there. So. Takes, huh? You're saying, sweetie? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, darling. So uh, anyway, they paired us together for the big end of your project. We wrote this weird 20-minute musical about... Uh, do, have you heard about the Jefferson Bible where yeah. basically Thomas Jefferson caught all the miracles out of the New Testament? Whoa. And he's like, here are all the teachings of Jesus as a normal human. Right. And, uh, so we wrote a, a wacky musical about that. That's awesome. And it, and it was, you know, sort of love at first right. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I did not think but about guys, that before. Do you guys ever fight? Do you guys ever like have like, like a, you know, Marital like a can't fight? Uh, can't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, it's, uh, I'll be here all night. It's they're, they're very serious squabbles, but we 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 work them out. Um, That's part of the process. I, I think what's oh, yeah. what's really great about working with Casey, and uh, he doesn't have to say the same about me. Um, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Good. Um, is that I? We're going to separate like, you two and, and and talk to you apart. <laughs> the truth. Um, no, he and I uh, get along. We we have such similar tastes in music and comedy, right? Um, and the kind of theater we want to make. What do you? What's your what? What is that? What what what's the thing you have in common? What why? I, okay, let's yeah, spit yeah. it out, Kelly. Like you said, you have it all in common. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific genre, like genre you love, or do you have a specific writer? Like is the sound time your favorite? Or I'll, I'll just give a, a brief example, and then we can go <laughs> into those details. But yeah. we were sitting outside, right? And and someone had said to us after hearing about our show, right? I actually don't know who in the room because I was out of the room when it was said. But Greg said, "Hey, someone said to us, you know." In terms of your show, what kind of cat are you? I was like, I don't know any cats other than Siamese. Mm-hmm. And he goes, if you please. If you please. And, <laughs> and I was like, that's why we work Durr. together, because Greg knows all the weird references right. that I do. Right, 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 right. I, I, I don't know why you have to tell that story in front of everyone. We are Siamese, <laughs> if you please. please. Yep. We are Siamese, if you don't please. Yep. <laughs> Oh, God, what a bunch of nerds but, we are. <laughs> we are. We are terrible. Craig, uh, Craig's Craig the only I, one that's like, what the fuck are they talking about? about? <laughs> Craig and I both um, have a strong interest in, like, many realms of music. Um, mm-hmm. Greg, correct me if I'm wrong, but you, like, you have training in, in like, jazz piano. Oh, and, shit. Um, yeah. And I, it's a real I'm, deal. I'm, did, you read, did you read that Quincy Jones article? I did read oh, that Quincy Jones article. that was on fire. Oh, man, I, I, I want to talk about our show, but if we can spend, like, a whole hour <laughs> we'll talking about that article. Yeah. We'll come back around. Oh, it's Trust amazing. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has, it's so many. You can unpack that for a day. Yeah, I, I just, I keep thinking about that paragraph about Ivanka Trump. <laughs> oh, my God, me too. She had the most beautiful legs. Oh, oh my God. Mo- but I can't talk about it publicly. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, but, but yes. Uh, uh, we're going well, off. And like, I love that Greg has that background because I'm a classical trombonist by trade. Right. Um, And so when we met, I, you know, I also like had a strong interest in jazz and he's got interest in some classical things. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, Greg has a strong background in uh, comedy and stand up. Oh, and improv. Oh, um, the and then hard, I have a strong hard background road to hoe, in, my friend <laughs> in watching those yeah. things. Right. Um, <laughs> It's like jazz. Oh my gosh, comedy. Oh, stand-up comedy. Ouch! Like, how many is harder things? Can you, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah that's, I. That's I. Tough. Yeah. It is. They're I, all uh, full of difficult journeys. Right? It is. Um. But uh, if if you just all the the legroom you can get in audiences. Right. 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 <laughs> right. Um. So. Uh. Well, we'll come back to you guys. Please. This is good. I'm, I'm in. Or don't. I'm no, digging. No. no. <laughs> okay. You guys are dismissed. Oh. Okay. Um. Uh. Well, let's get over to me. Hello. Hi. I've uh, I've also known you through Horse Trade Theater Company. Um, you worked 
for the company for a while. I did. I was the marketing director for Frigid and Force Trace for three years. You worked your booty off. Holy shit, did yeah. I work my little booty <laughs> off? You learned by doing. I did. You learned <sighs> by doing. I freaking did. And you worked the festival, I mean, as part of your job. Mm-hmm, so absolutely. you know the festival inside and out. I do. Now, has this been, um, has this project been something that you've been working on for a while in school? Did you throw it together over the last few months? Um, I know it's a very personal show mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Um, let's talk about what it's about, first of all. Yeah. So um, we'll go back to like kind of, um, when did this happen? I think it was November 2016. And like most of my good ideas, they happen while I'm in the psychiatrist's office. All right, right. Um, <laughs> hang on, guys. We're going on a journey. Um, I'm right along with you. <laughs> yes. That's why she records her psychiatry sessions. I do. No, just kidding. I don't. They, they, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so we were, um, I, I had been dealing with, with severe dissociation, which is, um, if anybody doesn't know, it's short version it's like severe detachment from your body and emotions um for me my dissociation manifests as i know that my body is right here in the seat but over where that tv is i'm also seeing myself right um i think i i came to conclusion within the past year and all the work i've been doing in therapy that i uh have been dissociating since i was seven years old so another story yeah it's pretty fucked up (laughs) um but I was really trying to figure out how to describe it, how how I was trying to figure out how to tell my loved ones what the hell was happening with me. Right. Um, and so I started to think back to Alice in Wonderland. And I was thinking about through the looking glass. And the moment Alice steps through the mirror, the very moment she goes into the room, mm-hmm. she turns around and she looks. It looks exactly like like the room she was just in, but everything is just slightly off. Maybe it's skewed slightly to the left. The words are backwards. It's kind of blurry. Right. And I said to my psychiatrist, I said, that's what dissociation is. And she was like, oh shit, I've never heard that before. Yeah, she was she was wonderful. She's um, like jotting things down to put it in her book coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Good stuff, go on. <laughs> so um, then things got really bad um, due to the wonderful healthcare system mm. in um, everybody together. Boo. Boo. In this country, um, in a cute little thing called prior authorization, mm. um, I was denied medication oh. and wound up um, being severely suicidal and I wound up in the hospital. Fuck. Um, so I discovered a lot about myself within that time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I came out and started really going through recovery and, you know, still am. It's tough. Right. Um, but <laughs> the really fun thing about bipolar disorder. <laughs> so many fun things. <laughs> so many fun <laughs> things, right? Yeah. Is that when you're manic and you write a lot, you like squirrel away these poems yeah. and then you like come across them and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that's what I did. I like, squirreled away a bunch of this writing so I took it out. I was like, you know, I, I'm really just so interested to see what's happening in my head. So I looked through them and I realized that there were certain themes and they flowed together. And I said, you know what? I'm put this in a script. <laughs> Who knew I was actually making sense? <laughs> exactly. So I started to piece it together. And at the time, um, I was in uh, my master's program in theater history and criticism at Brooklyn College. And there was a professor there um, by the name of Helen Richardson who um, really seemed to get me she seems to get me a lot and uh she wanted me to write under her my next script and i kept in mind that she had said to me you're gonna write your next script 
but you're going to do it all in poetry. And I was like, oh, okay, Helen, if you say I can. (laughs) So it was like, fine, I'm going to do this now. So I wound up coming up with a few drafts, uh, was accepted into Governor's Island Residency with Rising Sun Performance Company. Right. Did a workshop there. Thanks, Akia. Akia. (laughs) We love you. So um, did a workshop there. It went really well. I was actually in it. Uh, I was the lead Fiona. You were in it then. I was in it now then. You're like handed it off. You're like, and uh, it was the second performance, and I was on the floor. I was so emotionally exhausted. And my director, Angie Aguna, she came up to me and she's like, "You're not doing this anymore." No. Just like that. And I was like, "No, you're right. It's time because you already did it." That's the yeah. Thing. You know what? Like you lived it. Mm-hmm. Now, like, let somebody else yeah. take it so that you can you yeah. Know, and then you add that other layer of flavor too, you know. Yeah, for sure. Of course. So, how did you trust um, who you cast, which is another wonderful person? Ooh, okay. So, um, during the workshop, um, we had Jacoba Luongo, who's actually in rehearsal right now with us. She <laughs> came back from San Francisco to reprise her role. So nice. We're really grateful for that. She's wonderful. Um, and then we had Ashley Herndon, who um, is our choreographer for the show. Right. She is no longer in it. Um, they're both really wonderful people. Um, they've both learned a lot, I think, through this process as artists and about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I really trust their involvement. We have Brendan Gregory, who stepped in. Um, he's fantastic. He's wonderful. Very, very you gotta sensitive. Have, you got to have people you trust in, yeah. in a situation like this, for sure. And then we have Helena Fari, Yay. who uh, also worked frigid with me. She was the festival coordinator. And she is an amazingly talented and so sensitive and kind human being. And um, I know that she has it in her to do something mm-hmm with so much substance and so much depth. And I thought, well, this is Helena. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you just knew. I just knew. Yeah. And NJ has seen her work before. And I said to her, I said, I want Helena as Fiona. Yeah. And she was like, yes. yeah. 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 She's like, actually, this is, yeah. That's so that's amazing. how we went about it. Wow. I mean, sometimes things just kind of come together like mm-hmm. that, especially after they've been falling apart for a long time. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And things were really like, yeah. obviously you were in this like hard, really, really awful position. Yeah. And then it's sort of like you're rebuilding everything and things are kind of coming yeah. together. And that's that's the amazing part about the, your show is that mm-hmm. it's, it's this coming together. And it compared to Maggie's show, too. I mean, it's a sort of. Uh, the journey, you know, it's a little bit of a different take because, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're delivering stories yourself and this is more of a poetic mm-hmm. interpretation. And um, and now that you have a, another person doing it, mm-hmm. but like it just that sort of, you know, personal uh, story storytelling is is, you know, let's get back to you, Maggie. Um, how did you decide what you were like, which stories you were good? Because you have a girl. I have heard your stories and you got a lot of stories. <laughs> And, you know, Um, how did you weave them together? And Well, I'm from a long line of people that tell stories, not professionally or anything, but I'm from a large family and what we would do. That talks a lot. (laughs) Well, I they talked a lot. I listened, believe it or not. I was the quiet one. Yeah. And we we were known to sit at breakfast and then lunch and dinner at the table and just just nonstop one story after another, after another, after another. And years would go by and we'd retell the same stories over and over again. So that that is something that I picked up from my family. I have some, they tell some really 
it's a really excellent story. So uh, as a performer myself, like I, I was uh, I was an actress for a long time too. Like before I moved to New York, I tried to get in every single kind of play that there was because right. you know you have to be prepared when yeah. you come to New York to just to run and yeah. wait and uh, pay for things. And so <laughs> I was, um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I tried all different types of theater and I did all the stuff I directed and, and I, you know, and, and, um, but the thing is, the writing part, like, you, you know, people say, oh, you must write a lot. And I'm like, no. Right. Because <laughs> um, the thing is, I've, I've told a lot of these stories over and over again. Um, like the, this, the one story I'm going to tell you, it's not the beginning of the show. The, the, you write the, by, you write by t- telling the, these by stories. Telling, yeah. By telling stories. And the thing is, I was so relieved that there are other people that, that work like that. Definitely, like me, Martin Dockery is one of those people, yeah. like a storyteller that, yeah. it's, that he never writes anything down. Yeah. And the thing is, then there's Adam Wade who writes everything down. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's a whole range Everybody of has their own yeah. way yeah, of doing but there, things. But there, I was kept running into people. Like I started off, uh, when I, I stopped performing for about six years uh, because I owed money. And <laughs> when I came back, I had to ask myself the question, do I want to, you know, attach myself to a project that could last months and months and months and suck? Or can I get the immediate gratification of standing up in front of a group of people uh, doing stand-up comedy yeah. and getting telling, the, telling getting, the, getting the meeting, the, you know, getting the the feedback immediately? Mm-hmm. So I started doing that, and um, I was always telling stories. But the booker at the club that I was working at not supportive, not supportive mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Surpri- not, I'm so and surprised. Was, I am too. <laughs> Just blown away I am by too that. Because at a comedy club not supportive. <laughs> no, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. It's like you have to tell a joke. Wait, set a, punch. a woman? This is insanity. <laughs> no, I know. This is insanity. I know. I've never heard of it. Apparently so. It's just like, name, names, name, name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like all of them. How about that? All I know. Of them. <laughs> all the names. <laughs> Kelly, they're all the names. If you're looking for a name, it's all of them. I know. Right. I know. Anyway. anyway. Re- the thing is, yeah. the thing is, and then I, you know, um, and I, I was told, you know, you should go to the moth and tell your, you know, tell stories right. there. And like the first story that I ever told of the moth was like the most serious story ever. And like, you mm-hmm. know. You know, that first one, it's like, oh, it's like, that's serious. It's like, holy shit. Gotta balls. lay it on him. Yeah, I don't know you. I'm going to tell this. I've never said gonna, this out loud. I'm going to lay my, my soul to bear I in front never, of you. I never <laughs> said this out loud before. And mm-hmm. I did one of those. And then um, I just start coming back because mm-hmm. it's really addictive to, to, mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, for this particular show, I didn't know what to do when I was going down to Scranton. I just basically had a, a list of stories that I hadn't told right, in a while. You did... You did this particular version of the show in Scranton first, first right? Like you were like a workshop. Well, yeah, I kind of workshop. I kind of workshopped it for myself in my head, yeah. and then when I came back, and um, I started thinking about um, stories I wanted to tell, and then when like I, I did, I did, I, I've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> I've been drinking. I, uh, I did, I did a, a version of a, a story that I've told for years and years. That's like opening the show. Mm-hmm. At, at the mic and I'm like we're gonna start here mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna go mm-hmm. so um but I, I I'm I'm the story that I'm gonna tell now is not in the beginning of the show it's mm-hmm. in the middle it's okay a, so it's uh but I mean do you uh, yeah go ahead go ahead all right everyone's gonna get their moment I am on a plane and it is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and that's because I changed planes twice I am on my way to the island of Abaco in the Bahamas. I'm here to visit my sister, who's been studying and teaching kindergarten for a year. And I'm going to stay for free at the convent run by a Dominican order of nuns. 
Now, the Dominican order is a sect within Christianity that the rest of us use as divining rods to get all the booze on the island. And I am armed with this information before my suitcase hits the ground. And the next night, I am at the Tiki Bar, and I am having an intense conversation with Archbald, the bartender. I'm going over my theory of music, because during the course of the day, I discovered there's only 30 minutes of music on this island, and 15 of which is the electric slide. (laughs) I never learned the steps. I never liked the song, and I will not learn them now. It is a song that I abhor. (laughs) And so I tell Archibald, warm, sunny islands like the Bahamas, they only need 30 minutes of music because all it takes is to move around for a few minutes and you break a sweat. But if you're in those Nordic places where it's cold and dark for most of the year, you need those songs that go really, really fast and really, really short and they jump up and down because they have to change and you have to hold your interest, you know, because it's really, really cold up there. Isn't that right, sir? As I look to my right, and there's a sir there, and he's this tall, blonde man from Switzerland. And I am looking at him, and he's looking at me, and I see his hand size (laughs) see i have this hymen that needs to be broken Mm -hmm. and i'm looking over to my right and i'm seeing the solution to my problem right here so we we keep talking and we get to know each other and we're we're working our way through the alcohol and the and the touching and the kissing and and we move off to leave the tiki bar to go out into the island of abaco in the night and we find a place on the ground to lie down and to continue our lovemaking in the summer. It's fun. I'm on vacation. And then I see the lights all the way around me. And then I hear, Put your clothes on. <laughs> and I said, Archibald, is that you? Where the police get your clothes on. So I put the clothes on and we ran out of there because it was the police. And then the next night, I show up at that same tiki bar. And Archibald looks at me and says, When you're making love, you call out my name. See, unbeknownst to me, this tiki bar had the police scanner. And so they heard everything that happened the night before. But see, I'm on vacation, so I don't care. I'm on a mission. (laughs) This hymen needs to be broken. (laughs) So I find the guy again. And we go off to another different place where we won't get caught by the police. And we have sex. But it's not the movies. It's terrible. It's boring. I'm like, you're really, this is it? Everyone was fussing about this? It hurts. I'm not crazy about this. And he says, no, it'll feel better. It will. And it's like, no, it'll feel better for you. You're a neutral country. You expect to come tonight? I don't think so. You're not going to make me come. I'm not making you come. Say, I don't, because, you know, if you're, if you're going to be neutral, I should be neutral too. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. 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 So. I just, uh, the hymen. 
I just yeah. love to point out yeah. that as she was talking about the tall blonde man to her right, and I'm sitting to her right, <laughs> she was gesturing to me, who is not tall or blonde. <laughs> this is uh, radio. You can be anything you want. You can be anything you want to be. You, all right? you are Swiss, though. <laughs> you can. You can be anything you want. Um, Damn it. I'm oh, Maggie, break. I love you. Um, you know, and, and just like watching you, like you uh, at home, I'm sure you can hear the expression, but she's very physical when she's she's a very physical storyteller. And I love that about her. So um, the show uh, is going to be in the obviously in the Frigid Festival 2018. Woo! 12th year. Um, the dates, I guess we'll we'll get those now. Uh, Why not? February, we'll do it again in a minute. But Yeah, February 17th. It's a Saturday, and we start at twelve thirty. I want to start you. Early I want to, I want to start you up. Really. Brunch, brunch I want, show. I want to start you up. Yes. Get, I want your eggs, you up. get your goddamn egg sandwich and get your ass to the theater. Yeah. Is it at Saint under Saint Marks? Under Saint Marks. Okay. Yeah. Under Saint Marks under is Saint on Marks. A, on Saint Marks Street in Manhattan. Uh, it's ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety four under uh, under uh, Saint Marks Place, and then I've got the Sunday the eighteenth at six fifty. Correct. Monday the twenty sixth at five thirty. Thursday, March 1st at 7.10 and Sunday, March 4th at 12.10 p.m. And there will be a test, ladies and gentlemen, here <laughs> listening. You better know. You better know you the answer. You better know. And you better get your butts there. Um, it's a wild ride. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. And the, the show is called, what is it called? Uh, Maggie, not all. Live, live from planet, from planet Earth. Earth. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's a picture of me hurtling through space. The graphic is amazing. Uh, yeah. Done by Jake. Jake, Jake Thomas. Thomas did the graphic. Yes. Uh, he's an amazing uh, graphic designer and amazing person as well. We like him. We do. We we're, do. We're, we're big fans. Yeah. Um, and uh, what, what else? Wait, I was going to say one more thing, but I, now I can't I can't think of what it is. Well, wait, so when, when, how far from now do you open? You open on the 18th? You said? I, I open on the 17th. 17th. Open Saturday at 1230. That's right. So yeah. you got a little time before, you know, you yeah. got a little t- Now, can I ask you one more thing before I move back to the guys here? Yeah. Um, how is it to direct yourself? Um, I, you know, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a, I am a bitch to myself. Real, yeah, I'm, I'm a real not, bitch. I'm, I'm not, I'm not crazy about it either. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not crazy about it. But then at the same time, it's like I need to go for a while. I, it's horrible because I really find my best idea for shows um, in the shower. So I will spend oh, hours in the, in the shower. Si- you're in the psychiatrist's mm-hmm. office. Yeah. You're in the shower. But sometimes a good You're idea, also in the shower. You guys yeah. are also in the shower. Somet- sometimes a good idea can happen when I'm on the can. But the, no, best, yeah. are, the best are in the shower. Shit is great for ideas. Yeah. Yeah, and or, then, or but then I like find that. myself when I go for a walk. But then, you know, I'll uh, or I'll be standing on the train platform and I'm working through everything in my head, and then people look at me like I'm. You like know, you're living in New York. No one gets. I shit. know, but no, I've seen them because no I've seen people. The there's, there's shit. Can't, yeah, well, I kind of, I gotta, you know, I don't want. Well, you know what you should do then is have your uh, card ready and be, and then if they look at you funny, be like, "Come and see me. I've got a show uh, under Saint Earth Theater." Yeah. And the, yeah. festival yeah well then that's what i'll that's what i'll do then i'll yeah. do Boom. that i'll Boom. do that and then then you two two birds wait what yeah. is it two birds stone, with a stone two stone birds two stone two birds. stone birds all right <laughs> um let's get back to the cat massacre yes please. um how many titles did you go through before you came up with Cat Massacre? <laughs> well, you, actually, did you know no, right away? Uh, well, this is a great name for a show. First it, of all, it is. And the trouble I mean, is, were you like pussy? <laughs> 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 
Were you like, <laughs> did you throw that one around after, just a little after bit? After laughing for three months straight over that, we decided <laughs> it probably wouldn't be great marketing. Right, so. right, um, right, right. No, we actually, so it, since it's a real historic event, right. uh, he it was to keep dubbed it. The, great, the Great Cat Massacre. Oh, yes. Um, already had, and we so actually, it was named for you. We yes. tried to come up with other titles right. that were better. And yeah. There really we, isn't. We couldn't. No. In three years, we couldn't no. do it. No, there's, there's nothing better. No. Yeah. How many people are in the cast? Seven. Seven people in the cast. Yeah. Um, and you have a pianist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Min Lee, who's amazing. And also a comrade of ours from nice. uh, graduate yeah. musical theater writing, as is our director. How? Jerome when Martin did you Cox. guys graduate? 2015. 2015. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's get deeper into the show a little bit. Um, you, you know, obviously you guys wrote about this historical uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 how does How does it personally, like kind of how has it personally worked into your own lives like like where does it where does it come from that you wanted to do this like it, are you cr- insane <laughs> that's, well that's yeah. beside the point yeah. do you hate do you yes. hate cats before we get into how that specifically there was like a day after you there was there was a day where we dare peter to come after us i know right good publicity any publicity good publicity greg and i were writing theses with other people after we had just written theses theses fecal matter yeah um uh with with other people and we we were up at good speed uh working on our 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 separate shows and uh we was sort of at this this party and greg and i came up to each other and sort of like two kids you know one asking the other to the prom or like hey so um uh, like uh what, when are we gonna write together again <laughs> oh um, uh, oh uh, you, I, i'll write with you if you want to write with me um, <laughs> i got um have you heard of the great so bashful oh i think it'd be great for us um so and then you know me being weird enough to suggest that who i actually got the idea from my other collaborator morella our, our director mm-hmm. um Greg was like, "Yes, that uh, obviously is what we would write about." But how it connects to our personal lives—that's that's a different matter. <laughs> Absolutely, because um, after after the initial shock value that everyone I tell the story to has of oh my goodness, all these cats getting murdered. Um, we, <laughs> oh my goodness, we start seeing in the in the story there are these themes of uh, wealth inequality and uh, labor abuse. Mm. Um, that and layers. And, like, Layers, and, uh, severe misogyny as well. Oh, fun times! Yes, um, stuff that we can't possibly. We don't have that to. anymore. Misogyny. No, no. It'd be, we we thought it'd be great to remind people of how great things are now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and they laughed and laughed <laughs> for three months. No, it's. Um, I mean, that's the thing. We we saw so many parallels to uh, you know then you know 2015, but still 2018, and in fact. In some ways, even more so. Yeah, uh, with this, this show has only grown more relevant. Yes, yes. right, right. This gets every day, day by day. Yeah. Right. Day um, by day. Uh, during during uh, the 1730s, uh, when our show takes place, um, it's clear, at least in uh, retrospect, that the you know beginnings of the French well, I think Revolution. You can only be in retrospect if you're looking back at I 1730. Suppose, I suppose. <laughs> <be> surprised. Um, <laughs> um, but it's 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 clear to see how the beginnings of the French Revolution were happening and how um, this like wealth divide was uh, making the poor poorer and the rich richer Ooh. and just really this is really actually quite relevant yeah. right Holy shit. The, uh, we the, have not come a long way baby no, 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 no. <laughs> and the cats were a symbol of the bourgeoisie and of wealth and maybe that's where the term fat cat comes from I don't mm. know but all of all of these bourgeoisie Google would it. have these Google cats it. that they would Wiki. feed. 
And um, when they would feed them, they'd start staying in the areas and then they'd sleep on the roofs at night. And mm. then when the cats would copulate at night, they'd be screaming wildly, yes. which is what kept like Maggie. our protagonist. Oh, no, that's right. You oh. weren't screaming wildly. Mm. You were like, fuck this. This is no, stupid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I was The cats thinking, probably had a better all, time. All, yeah. all the frigid shows are in the same universe. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a shared universe. Somehow they share, you know, like, a, like a Star Trek, you know. That's it's right. Like, yeah. just, yeah. This happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you were finding cor- the correlation. You were finding yeah. the histor- historical, um, you know, um, horror. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we also were inspired by the fact that uh, in real life, after this massacre happened, um, the the people who uh, perpetuated this massacre thought it was the funniest, most amazing thing they were ever a part of. Right, and they actually had essentially these like cabaret they performances. They thought it was funny. They thought yeah. it was hysterical. Oh, it was like their one time they ever like so outdid or beat the bourgeoisie at mm-hmm. anything. I get, yeah, <laughs> you know? okay. Well, that it was I like can, cathartic. That I can see. Yeah, that I can see. Um, so yeah, they would do these cabaret. Things. They had these cabaret shows. They did like songs and dances. You mean cat berets? <laughs> <laughs> There are many times that I wanted to say that, but know, then it just sounds I like know. cat beret. Meow, 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 oh, meow, which would be meow, fun, right? Because it's French. That's great marketing for you guys. You guys should have like you know, have every show you know said that's your merch. Alan Cumming won't return our phone calls. He'll <laughs> 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 be a part of this. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I want to. I mean, obviously, there in the history of theater, mm-hmm. there is the greatest musical that's ever been mm. Hamilton. <laughs> 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 um cats no i mean uh, oh oh is oh is that a is that a is that a musical yeah oh, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's little little little, little, little thing it's on and off broadway in like half a sec mm-hmm. um but 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 is this maybe the only second uh <laughs> musical to ever be written about cats i, I don't know i i it's not really about cats though it's about it, yeah, it's it, a little it, bit more than that. It, it features cats being brutally murdered. Brutally, brutal murder of cats. Brutally, yeah. Um, we have uh, a little clip that yes. you guys were so nice to provide um, for us, and you want to set it up a little bit? Absolutely. So uh, this is a clip um, of featuring um, Kimmy Emanuel as Avanel Vincent, who is the wife of uh, Monsieur Jacques Vincent, who runs a very profitable printing company. Um, and they, these two are essentially, uh, watching over our two protagonists. Um, and in this clip, in this song, um, she is trying to convince her husband to, who is, uh, who's not doing very well health wise, um, to leave his entire estate to their cat, Bon Bon. (laughs) (laughs) And hit it, Craig. Do you want your business to stay in the family? I think Bon Bon is the perfect choice. Our itty-bitty kitty is the model of perfection From his head down to his itty-bitty paws Why should such a darling angel be denied your humble fortune When his beauty raises him above those laws? I think our itty-bitty kitty is so absolutely precious He could run your little printing press with ease And I guarantee that Bon Bon will have people come in droves Who want to give his itty face a bitty squeeze I tell you, look at Bon isn't he so cute? How can you stay resolute with this itty bitty kitty who's an itty ditty bitty? Yes, it's you, you little fiddle ball of love. I think daddy's gonna write you in his iggy biggy will so when he dies you will inherit all his stuff. I don't think it's me. No, you have to agree. He's so wonderful. Sit! 
that, my darling, how quickly he sat. That would be much too quick for a typical cat. Speak! He speaks frankly now. I'm concerned he'll be talking for weeks. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, Bon Bon. You see, our itty bitty kitty would take care of all your business. He's so talented, our little pride and joy. And it's not like you have children of your own to take your place. So I guess he's kind of like your baby boy. I know our itty bitty kitty always looks so bold and stoic. He wants to know you really care, and if we're really being honest, I would like to know myself. Is there anything that you would like to share? I was hoping to train someone to take my place—the foreman, maybe, or one of the two young men downstairs. The foreman? Are you kidding me? The man's a filthy drunk. One boy's a pervert, and the other one's a punk. Those dirty little urchins don't deserve to take your place—not with itty bitty kitty here with all his brains and. Precious little Bon Bon isn't like those Bon Vivants. He'll work his little fanny off, and so that means that he should get the things he wants. Now, darling. And my itty bitty kitty should get everything he wants. My itty bitty kitty will get everything he wants. I said everything he wants, everything he wants. And if he won't, I'll stuff you into bits on those croissants. Okay, my dear. My itty bitty kitty's now the richest in the city. Well, he will be once my dying husband's dead. Did you hear that itty bitty? You're so sweet and you're so pretty, and it makes me oh so giddy that your daddy's not so shitty. But the simple nitty gritty is my itty bitty kitty's got the perfect life ahead. Yes, that is amazing. It's really good. Holy shit. I love it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. You know what's sad? I think that, like, if my boyfriend heard that, he'd be like, Megan, that's fucking you. (laughs) (laughs) See? Same universe. Yes, the frigid verse. The frigid verse. Uh, uh, this uh, we are uh, mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I for- I haven't given out the number in a little bit, so maybe I should do that. It's uh, it's uh, what is it? Babe? It's nine two seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. Uh, give us a call. Let us know. Uh, you know, whatever you want. to It's my birthday. Wish me a happy birthday. I don't care. Ask the ask the kids here uh, about their shows. Um, let's ask you guys. Let's talk about dates. Yes. Um, this is uh, I'm interviewing shows from the upcoming Frigid Festival. If you're just joining us now, and if you're just joining us now, shame on you. Shame, shame, <laughs> shame. Um, but thank you for coming anyway. Uh, so you guys have uh five dates. We do. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're starting oh um on February seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Um, which is at 1.40 p.m. On Understate Marks Theater? Oh, uh, no, we're at the, the Crane. crane. You're at the Crane. crane. Okay, the yeah. Crane is on 4th Street uh, next to the uh, Neon Fish sign, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right around the block from my office. Um, <laughs> and then we're at uh, Saturday, uh, the February 24th at 5 p.m., Thursday, March 1st at 10.30 p.m., uh, Saturday, March 3rd at noon, and then Sunday, March 4th at 5.10 p.m. And you can find out all things frigid at uh, frigidny.info. Or is it frigidnewyork.info? Damn it. 
Okay. Gosh, darn it. Uh, rigidnewyork.info. Um, there's synopsises that synopsises. Um, there are, uh, you can buy tickets on, uh, there. You can, uh, you can find out more about the theaters, which are, uh, and the, the company who just an amazing company. I, I can't say enough good things. I, uh, so much of my own art has, if, if not all of it, you know, over the last, uh, 10 or so years has come out of, uh, being a part of horse trade and being encouraged, um, by the staff and by, um, you know, by Eras himself. Um, so it just, uh, I'm pr- always proud to have frigid people here in the studio. I'm um, talking about their shows. Now, this is, um, I'll quickly say, um, what frigid is. Let's, let's just say what that is and then we'll, we'll, we'll go to Megan because we're going to hear some, I some poetry is coming at us in a minute. I can feel it. Uh, frigid is a non-juried festival, which means, why don't you explain it? Sure. Miss <laughs> Frigid herself. <laughs> so um, the Frigid Festival is the only festival in this entire city, New York City, that gives 100% of the box office yes. back to its artists. Cha-ching! Yes, it's amazing. Um, Frigid mostly runs off of tips. That's tips. So you would tip the festival afterwards if you like the show you saw. Be generous. You yes. might get a pin and a very nice smile from a staff member. Yes. And, you know, our forever gratitude. Absolutely. Gratitude forever. For uh, sure. Supporting community theater mm-hmm. and supporting community radio. I mean, this is what it's all about. Our art is something we really need right now. The world is fucked up (laughs) and um you know i I, i'm a firm believer in that art can save the world and uh, music can save the world and comedy can save the world and um you know it's it's the little places and these tiny theaters actually the green is not tiny it's a hundred seat theater um black box theaters though and uh you know people that are toiling away in these this really personal wonderful shows that uh it's makes a huge difference if you just go to see their show and pay a $20 ticket too. you know I mean support the artist support the theater um, and support Frigid New York Um, speaking so while we're while we're on you let's let's talk a little bit more Um, well obviously you know where the show came from yep Uh, and we know where it is now Mm -hmm. do you what do you see what do you see for the show is this going to be the is this going to is the frigid like where you wanted it to be or do you want to do something else with it would you like to tour with it since it's something so um i i think important that you know what you're trying to say and where it comes from um that's a really great question that's what we're thinking about right right now like what we want to do because like me, my director, NJ, and our tech director, Connor, um, who also is a frigid person, um, both have spoken to me at different times and said, okay, Megan, I think this is the one. Right. I think this is the one that we take, we go somewhere with, mm-hmm. this isn't finished. Yeah. So that's very encouraging to hear. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, it's like, oh man, I did something. Um, and they would absolutely tell me if it was trash. Mm-hmm. Uh they're not very shy about telling me <laughs> if I do something that's trash. It's and good I, to have a team full yeah, of... Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. For supportive sure. but honest people. Yeah, I know? really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think I might go back and make some changes. Nothing drastic, but I think structurally right. um, there needs to be some transitions. Um, I'm also a dramaturg. 
So, uh, you know, that's kind of my specialty is crafting the scripts, really knowing how it works. Right. And looking back, I'm kind of like, huh, some transitions are missing, things like that. So, you know, go back for that, you know, kind of... Tweaky, tweaky. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if we want to take it to a fringe just because there's so many people involved mm. that mm-hmm. it, I don't know if we can accommodate so many schedules, right. you know, things like that. Um, I mean, we'd love to go. I have my friends... um. Uh, Trish Perry and Will Glenn from a Wish Experience, a brief history of beer at under St. Mark's have <laughs> been telling me consistently Tampa Fringe, Tampa Fringe as well. I they went last it. year and it was amazing. I hear it's really fun. Really fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're right though about having, I mean, I was a one person cat, mm-hmm. a one person full. Yeah. You know, so, um, and it was still expensive. So. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I mean, you know, we're just trying to bring our art to the peeps mm-hmm. out there. And uh, it, it, it's wonderful that, and but you do get to keep your box office also from the Tampa French. I do. Uh, well, oh, yeah. They yeah, do. Do they, they do, do 100%? They do 100% as well. Fantastic. Yes. Yes. So, um, so, you know, I mean, it's there. It's out there. And I mean, it's not just here in New York City. I know we have listeners mm-hmm. all, all over. Uh, actually, we... <laughs> I found out we have listeners in Brazil. Um, cool. So, like, yeah, we have, we're all over the place. So, um, you know, I would love to see this, you know, you know, take flight and, and go more places. Yeah. And, and I mean, let's stay here, though, for, let's just, let's, let's, let's focus on the frigid. Um, the frigid is just a wonderful place to kind of, um, you know, to fly, you know, I think. And it, uh, it allows, um, the audiences are, are so supportive, I find. Mm-hmm. And um, just the whole network of people that you meet, um, it is just one of the best fringe experiences um, I've ever had. And I've been around. All right, kids. Ah. Oh, Jake uh, Jake Thomas just te- texted me um, also, and he said he's really enjoying the show right now. Um, well, he's oh, he got a shout out too. Yeah, he gets he gets, he gets yeah. lots of shout outs because I get lots of compliments on my cards. Yeah, man. it's cool. it's pretty amazing. Yeah, he is amazing, he, and he yeah. does he does great work. Yes. and and it was really great. Uh, I, I I talked I, I chatted him up on the Facebook and yeah. Facebook. That's how it works. And then I emailed him a little he's folder good like that. with a bunch of pictures, and then I actually drew a scroll. He's good like that. He, and then he and then he came up with that. Yeah, he's he's the man. He's he the man. Is. Um jakethomascreative.com, I believe it is. Or Jake Thomas Creative on Facebook. I know that for sure. Um let's go Megan why, why don't you want to do um now y- yeah. you aren't you aren't you know in this run of the show, but you have been in the show before and I so have been. and you wrote the show, so it's I feel mm-hmm. like it's only appropriate. Um you want to set it up a little bit? Um yeah, so I'm going to do um Oh boy. So I'm going to do um, two readings from it. Um, it's kind of hard to set it up. Because um, it's, it's, the, the script yeah. is, um, I don't want to say it's, uh, how do I put this? Non-linear, non nonsense. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's non-linear, but We're it's not. We're bipolar, girl. I, I, I know. Totally I know. Thank it's like you. all over the place. Thank all right. you, Kelly. Don't, don't worry. Don't worry about being literal. I will follow right along. Don't you worry about it. We got plenty. Okay. We got you. We got you. Yeah, we're, we're on, we're on linear. Linear is not allowed. We're on board. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just I guess think of this as poetry for right now. Cool. Um, I'm not going to set it up or anything. Cool. Okay. I remember there was a time 
when I couldn't imagine waking up without the thought of you. The first thing I did each morning was breathe in the thought of you, the surety of your hand in mine, coasting the galaxy on an asteroid one million miles an hour at the least. And I screamed faster, faster until we crashed and you went on to survive the burns as I became a solar flare. You looked at me and realized, God, she's disfigured, muddled, wretched, and left to another star system. I was aching and alone. No one could ever fill that hole, that gaping hole. And I just want to tell you, to think of all the things to make me whole again, and God, that hole is so grand. It has been you. You. Always you. Thank you. And here is my second reading. When I am better, a better version of now, I will leap towards the sun and dance with the stardust, grip onto my fear and watch as it morphs into a chariot. I hold two limp bodies at the helm, one of myself at fourteen, a child blonde and grieving the other at twenty-one, darling, dead and fragile and ride into the fiery dusk at twenty-seven, coarse, wild-eyed, and screaming. Thank you, folks. I feel so lucky that I get to be here and, you know, be with you guys tonight. It's it's such an exciting time. Um, Maggie's has done the festival before, um... Uh, Megan's, you know, ran ran, basically ran the <laughs> festival for it. Now, uh, have you guys done festivals before? Uh, I, I done festival. I've actually done this festival before. Oh, you have done this yeah. festival um, before. I was an improviser, as as Casey's. I, I still ah. improvise, but I was an improviser for a group called. You just New- you just do a little bit of everything, don't you? A little, a little bit. Um, <laughs> you're you're okay at a lot of things. <laughs> a little bit of Palestine, a little bit of comedy. Yeah, uh, I do it all. Um, I was uh, part of a group called New Format Improvisation. Okay. Um, that I, I, I'm pretty sure we were in one of the first frigid right. festivals. Right. Um, under St. Mark's. Yes. Like t- 2008, 2009. Yes. I exactly when. Oh, my God. It was essentially the show in my which... My first show was like 2000. My first frigid show was 2009. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> I have zero... I'm like, uh, well, 2009. Yeah. I barely remember yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sorry, I'm, who are all of you again? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you in yeah. my house? Get, Get Take your cat with you. <laughs> it's a demon. Um. <laughs> I, hope, I hope when everyone leaves uh, our shows, they're like, is my cat possessed by demons? <laughs> That's what we want. Uh, for yeah, people. You can maybe a little comment yeah. card on their way out, you know, with the merch. That yeah. you guys yeah. Yeah. The be- the, um, what do we call What were they going to be? Uh, the cat? Cat Berets. Cat Berets. And comment cards. Do, do you think your cat is possessed? 
Are you more inclined to commit felicide? <laughs> yeah. Check yes or no. Is that what it's called? Yes. Is that what it's yeah. really called? Are you, are you shitting me? That's we, we amazing. Looked it up. Holy shit. No, felicide. No. Real felicide. thing. Yes. Wikipedia, we, baby. We did our research. Yeah. <laughs> And I won't say what that entailed. <laughs> How does it feel to have such a like? I mean, you know, you know, you, Maggie's a, a one-person show right now. Um, you, you're you guys have about five. There's three performers, but and then there's 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 some staff. So it's like seven. I'd say seven. Yeah. Seven, and you guys are seven. Mm-hmm. How does seven it feel cats, to have yeah. such like a group? I mean, do you guys feel like such a close? Like, is this like oh, is this like when you were in high school and we did theater together, or when you guys were in college, really? <laughs> yeah. well, and um, you're like, yay, team! Woo! You do these exercises together, and you. It's uh, people who were very much in our community. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a machine, Casey. <laughs> oh boy! I like that one. I do too. I, like that one. I was being serious, Casey. Let us make a machine. <laughs> oh my god! Um, it, I mean, it, there are seven actors, yeah, but then we also have our director. You our guys music have like director, big, our big. ASM. There's us on the team. We also right. have our uh, costume designer, Olivia Bavenzi, and then we have takes the village. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we have. Our um, to kill stage manager, Abby. <laughs> uh, skin a cat. I don't and know. Then we ha- we've had like a few like assistants who have been in and out and helping us. So right. it's like it's a room of like fifteen. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And and, I, and I've always found like, is it like, oh God? Because New York artists are like usually involved in like seventeen other things. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's hard to get everybody in the same room at the oh, same gosh, time, yeah. and it's yeah. hard yes, to make a schedule. Yeah. And yeah. you know, um, you know, have everybody super dedicated to the project. I mean, have you found a lot of have you found like difficulty or has it oh, been pretty plenty. smooth? Yeah. <laughs> I was it, like, no, it is hard. And you know, it, it's also hard, particularly this time of year, um, to, to find to, to to find people who are like both both excited about it and not doing like uh pilot season. Right. I was gonna know? say pilot season. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like our we, we they locked get whisked out. away in half a second. We yeah. locked out with our cast. They are people who we love tremendously right. and who have been in our circles for a while right. now. Whether or not we've actually worked with them before is a different story. But um, I, I think uh, four, five members of this cast, Julia. actually maybe maybe only one member of the cast is someone who has like been known to us, but we haven't had the opportunity to work with. You right. Know? Um, two members. Uh, so yeah, did you hold, hold? You didn't hold auditions. You already knew everybody, or you... uh, we uh, we did hold uh, we did hold auditions for some roles. Some roles were already uh, promised contractually. Sure, uh, but uh, mm-hmm. because we did this uh, at the crane right. back in October, we... um, which was really great, and we brought over a bunch. So of you people already kind of and... know how it's gonna <laughs> unfold to an extent. A little to, bit to an extent. Although uh, in that reading, uh, two of the cast members were Casey O'Neill and Greg Moss. Yeah. Ah. So it's going to be really nice to those be, guys. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say anything, but uh, they, yeah. <laughs> they they uh, they really uh, yeah, they're better at writing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first time performing on stage since oh, high school. Shit, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, I don't know what the hell's going to ah, happen. Read the so. script. Just read the script. Was it, was <laughs> and I was it, playing the narrator too. Was it a too. reading mm-hmm. or was it a full? It was like a reading cabaret. Yeah. So it um we we sort of treated it like a galvanized reading. Mm, galvanized so we had reading. some props, some suggestive right. um costumes. Right. Very basic. Right. I mean, our show in itself is very basic. It's a trunk show. Right. Literally, oh, that's great. everything that yeah. we yeah. use in the show comes out of this big ass trunk um, <laughs> that like I could fit into. Right. Um, and but, let me and let me ask you the same question I asked Megan. Are you guys thinking of taking it on the road? Are you thinking of what? what 
Could you? I mean, if you would like to invest in the Great Cat Massacre, Is it really? Catmaskermusical.com. Catmaskermusical.com. Please go and check it out. And uh, also uh, buy tickets to their show at mm-hmm. frigidnewyork.info. We'd love to do, you know, whatever we can with the show. It's it's fun and it's tiny and you can you can kind of do it anywhere. Right, yeah. 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 You could, you could take, it out, take it out the road. Actors. I've even been thinking, like, can we get this down to six? <laughs> right. You know? Our first reading had ten. Right. Then when we did it back in October, we had eight, and now it's down to seven. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and who will be next? Ooh. <laughs> and who then there was none the to get be like, like an Agatha Christie portion. Four, one right after the it's like other. Four tape recorders sitting on stools, and it's just. We have to write a Hercule Poirot musical about who <laughs> ends up on the cutting <laughs> on the cutting room floor. Well, we're going to play a little game. I like to play on uh, the show. It's called the Lightning Round. Mm. Um, if you're just joining us, thank you for tuning in. This is Mockumental on Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, we like to play the Lightning Round. Let's hit it. Lightning Round. Production value. It's huge. <laughs> huge. It's big stuff. Um, these are just like quick, you know, go around the room, give me a quick answer. Don't don't hem and haw. Don't go. Don't freak out. Don't give me some paragraph. Don't do what I'm doing right now. Okay. Don't go on and on. Just give me give me the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. Just, Maggie, we'll start with you and then we'll, we'll, we'll go counterclockwise. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, how good are you at keeping secrets? One being bad, ten being great. I'm a nine. Oh, dang, yeah. girl. Well, yeah. I got some secrets for you. I know. I'm going to go with an eight. An eight? That's not bad. Yeah. Maybe even seven, but... Uh, I'm 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 not going to say. So a ten. Oh. Nope. One. Oh. <laughs> we had the whole. We had the whole. We went the whole gamut there. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly. I'd say a nine. Nice. I I want to say like I'm a nine, but like I know deep down inside, like I'm like a five. <laughs> <laughs> like if I might not tell anybody. Oh, sorry. I'm going on. Craig, what? He's he's right here. Listen. What? I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. I'm with you, Craig. Better than you. Whatever you said. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Um. All right, Ariel or Jasmine? Oh God, Ariel. Nice. Jasmine has no songs except the counterpart in in, in the one song. Swell. So I'm gonna go with Ariel. Nice, Jasmine, because she has a pet tiger. Nice. that's a good reason. Thank you. That's a good reason, Jasmine, because she didn't take shit. Yeah, I think mm. I think that's the same thing. <laughs> I think that's the same reason. I, I'm gonna yes. go with Jasmine. Craig has no idea what we're talking about. Um, I don't either. First celebrity crush. Okay, it's Donny Osmond. Oh no! That's how old I am. It's the reason why I brush my teeth. It's the reason why I brush my teeth. Donny, if you're listening, I, went, I was in first grade, and the kid, the, this girl, says to me, "You know, we're going to meet Donny Osmond," and I'm like, "I gotta brush my teeth." Oh my god. <laughs> You did it with your finger in the bathroom? No, I like brushed and everything. I was, like brushed me t- and I was I was fanatical. All right, moving. <laughs> this is when you find out how weird I am. Uh oh, <laughs> it's the bar is set pretty high right Maybe now. Maybe I should just keep that secret. or low. Um, I don't know whether it's high or low. Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Moon. Oh, that's respectable though. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. respectable. Yeah. That, that yeah. I'm feeling mm. that. Yeah, I'm feeling that. No, I think that's not. 
you know, right. mm-hmm. a scale of one to ten. I'm telling, I could be lying though. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not tell your secret. I might. Well, that's right. We're on radio. Everyone knows your secret. <laughs> uh, uh, mine is the dark angel herself, Jessica Alba. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> she's a she's a very successful entrepreneur now. God, oh, yeah, well, you know, she's got a lot of things going on. Yeah, I noticed. Also respectable. <laughs> she's got a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, this is, yeah, go, you. Heath Ledger. Oh, oh nice. Oh, sad face. Yeah, yeah, how's that going for you? Oh, sorry. Oh, 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 yeah. okay. oh I found out I was a freshman in freaking college, and they were, like, broadcasting, like, everything, the news and everything on, like, in the cafeteria. Oh, that's so sad. And it, it, a headline came up that Heath Ledger had died and I started weeping in my cereal. Aww. Yeah, I, I mean, always. It, it doesn't make me take me much to you cry. You and me both, but... girl. Oh no, it's yeah. Yeah, I, I was very upset. My mother called me and she said, "Are you okay?" Aww. Yeah, I'm like reasonably sure you guys probably would have gotten together. Yeah. Yeah, you guys would have gotten together, and we. I'm sorry. Aww. Sorry, it didn't. I always thought his name was Keith Fledger. Just <laughs> <for the record laughs> uh, until about. Two months after there's he died. Guy, oh there's a guy going around with that name right now. It's like, <laughs> damn it. I'm Keith Ledger. We get confused all the time. Yes. <laughs> um, I, 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 I might have to say Simon Le Bon. You guys are like, who's that? Duran Duran. Listen, listen oh, I know Duran. I know who he is. I'm, and I'm older than you. Oh, here we go. I really tightly tipped it. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, What's your, who's your first crush? Uh, does like a playmate count? I guess. I like Barbie Benton. Oh, Barbie oh, wow. Benton. Barbie that's Benton. So, that's so old, right? I don't even know who that is. I know, exactly. Oh, I do. Colin, if you know who it is. I, we have, we have, I have very shy listeners, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they're all... Maybe they're doing it, though. Like, Because, you know, my show's hot. You know? <laughs> who would want to have sex and listen to us right now? Yeah, I know. Because we all have really mm-hmm. sexy voices. It's ow, really ow. easy to get turned on. Yeah, our lips are really close oh, together. Just hey, now. hey, pull, pull into the radio. <laughs> Uh, thanks for tuning in. Barbie? You're, like, <laughs> you're listening to Mockumental Radio. If at least a couple of people didn't have Brooklyn. sex during Itty Bitty Kitty, then oh, what oh. good is our show? What are we doing? I had, I had sex during Itty Bitty Kitty. You just couldn't see. Yep. You know, like smoke and mirrors. Were, it was an here. orgy in here. It you was. just wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. It was. I love her voice, by the way, too. It's oh, like such a, like, a nice, yeah. clear, oh, man. perfect Broadway claret, claret, clear voice, you yeah. know? She's really fantastic. Oh, yeah. she She's as great an actor as she yeah. is a singer as well. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see her. See the show... See her. She's my first crush. No, um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Back to Maggie. Uh, if you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Oh, my God. Um, I know this is like really cheesy, but I, I would think like Woodstock. <laughs> That's what I would think, too. I wouldn't I would do Woodstock. Woodstock yeah. Woodstock or, you know, one of those big concerts. Right. Yeah, but I would have to be fully equipped. You right. Know? I can't just go and With just a ton not... of acid. A whole pack of acid. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, and I got I to gotta be the supplier because I, yeah. I need to take care of yeah. myself. I hear know? that. I hear yeah. that. I like that. Okay. I kind of, I kind of want to. You guys want to go 90s. back to the cat massacre? Don't yeah, you? <laughs> that was my first thought, and I was like, "Nah, it's too easy," and that's probably. Not oh, and everyone was dying yeah. of shit. You know, it was like, <laughs> it was just gross. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was, must be. Great. Nobody knew was about soap yet. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, probably. I do want to relive the nineties. I kind of. Yeah, I, I don't know. The nineties were pretty like fucking the last cool. Year about the nineties. Yeah. I don't know why. 
I don't know. The nineties were like just I was distraught during the nineties. Anyway. <laughs> Me too. They were fucking cool as shit. Like when I look back and I'm like, wow, what a great decade. And I was like, yeah. it's too bad I was depressed the entire time. Yeah. Um I'm sorry. I'm I'm I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I'm doing I'm doing what I told us not to do and right. I'm veering off. No, no, no. Um, I would probably go back to a little bit before what's like the early sixties. Um mm. I would love to see um, people like Bill Evans and Thelonious Monk, like mm, Jazz, nice. do to do their thing live. Um, I saw Hank Jones, who's a who's a brilliant uh, jazz pianist, who was like in his nineties um, a few years ago before he died, and like just even that was incredible. So going back to see these legends live would be um, would be something I would like to do. Cool, I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. So it's about to get really nerdy because I'm a theater historian. <laughs> Um, I think I would go back to 10th, 11th century. Mm. There was a uh, nun called Rosvita of Gandersheim, and she's known as the first female playwright, and she put <gasps> on plays in a uh, nunnery. Really? Yeah, and she got away with it because, like, technically they were, it wasn't theater. It was religious. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with Mags. I'm going to go back to Woodstock and get totally fucked up. I'm going to get, I would get fucked up with Donnie. I can't, I can't yeah. do that. Exactly. We would totally get I fucked up with Donnie. I know we can. We'd, we'd, tri- we'd be tripping balls, yeah. but our teeth would be the best. And he'd be like, don't See? do drugs, guys. I can't um, go. Ooh. Oh, no, no, I can't go with you to Woodstock because my mother went to Woodstock. Oh, <laughs> oh no. So it, it would and be like a back to the future. Yeah, it would be a, say, yeah. a back to the future kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, ooh, my goodness. Not great. Gosh. All right. Craig? Uh, I can't decide, so maybe you can help me. Um, okay. Um, the 80s. Um, <laughs> no. Come back to Woodstock with me, babe. I don't want to go alone. No. I want to go. I, I'm Fine, so, go by yourself. I'm so, bad at hist- <laughs> I'm so bad at history. I'm like, I either want to go back to Little House in the Prairie or, oh. or like Conan the Barbarian. Oh. <laughs> like those are like those are my two ages. I'm like, I'll hang out with Charles Ingalls or Schwarzenegger. Um, so you want to go back to fake TV universe that doesn't exist? Yeah. Actually, Charles Ingalls is a real. Person. I kind of like that question. What if you could be in like one? Oh, actually, that's not, it's not far from the question. Next question or two questions. Favorite childhood TV show. Well, I, I yeah, I was I was very much into Little House on the Prairie. I read all the books, and then I would sit there and watch the show, saying that's not in the book, that's not in the book, and I would you know do the bob and weave, and then I, I love, did it was like that's not in the book, that's not in the book. I love the way they would describe food in the book. So I would I would just like salivate yeah. over the food and so how it's prepared, buttery. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's sorry, go. sorry. Okay, okay. a favorite childhood. Uh, I, I'm told that I really loved. Um, Richard Scary. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, the that, that apparently was right. my jam. Cute. But I don't actually really remember watching it. Right. But, but what do you, what's the one you remember? Again, uh, my mind's going back to Sailor Moon, but I didn't actually watch that that much. <laughs> You're um, really on Sailor Moon. But like Moon. Pokemon, yes. <laughs> oh, sure. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell okay. Yeah. All that right. even got me through first year of grad school. Oh, <laughs> it is getting nerdy in here, you guys. Yeah. We're. You know what? I yeah. like it though. It feels comfortable to me. Yeah, feels like, right. Feels like yeah. we're yeah. we're all yeah. if we were all shipwrecked on an island it. together, I, I think it would work out. <laughs> yeah, I, like we've been insisting <laughs> off mic that you okay. What? <laughs> you Are you guys having okay. a fight? <laughs> <laughs> do we get to hear it? Oh my god! No. Yeah, do it into the microphone, guys. Make good radio. Um, I loved Captain Planet. 
Captain like, Planet. I really, I really did. Um, and my family knew one of the executive producers of the show, so we got Captain Planet swag. Nice. Like we actually got little plastic rings. Oh, um, and I, I chose. <laughs> I this might lower my my uh, my coolness factor. Uh, just in this room, if not your listening audience, I chose the heart ring. Like uh. that was. By choice. <laughs> you, you made choices. I choices did. were made. Choices were made. And, and there's photographic evidence and to prove you it. have heart ring. Yes. So, um, I love Captain Planet. I, I'm not arguing with you. No. There's <laughs> nobody in this room that's going to argue with you. It's because not up for you're in front of the door and we can't get out. No. So, <laughs> uh, so I want to say Sailor Moon. Yeah. But Sailor Moon, really, when I got into it, got me through my first semester of grad school. Oh, <laughs> there you go. But um, I would have to say definitely a tie between Hey Arnold and Doug. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Doug twice for Halloween. Oh, yeah. cool. oh my gosh. I was oh doing God, that's funny. funny. You yeah. guys are just like leading me right into my next question. Well, uh, first I'll just say my favorite TV show, and you guys probably have never heard of it, is Kids Incorporated. Kids. Kids. Or the electric company, maybe. I don't know. The electric company. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine, ten, ten eleven, twelve. Craig? Uh, maybe like original Degrassi. <gasps> oh. And we actually did like a rewatch of Degrassi like a few years ago, and it holds up. Nice. It holds up. Uh, Canadians, you know, what are you going to, we love them. We love, yeah. you know, if you're in the frigid, you, you have, have to love to. Canadians. Like, it's kind of the law. Like, they used yeah. to have, um, they used to have a, uh, um, uh, midnight cabaret, which they're not going to, they're not doing it. No, at all. I don't think it's programmed this year. Right. And they, I mean, it would be a Canuck cabaret right. and it was, um, it was just amazing. And it was fucking the Canadians would come and shit would get out of control. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I like, I, every single time they came, I got sick because I was like, I was out all night mm-hmm. and then like I'd do the show and then I'd be like out all night. Um, All right. Last, last of the lightning round. Lightning round! <laughs> uh, and you, we kind of went, we, 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 well, we sort of talked about it, but last Halloween costume. Last Halloween costume. Oh my God. Because we're like nerds. Oh. I know. But the last <laughs> Halloween costume, mine's boring because I had a skull. But the thing is, I walked around my neighborhood, which was a mistake. Right. There is a, uh, there's a house in my hometown of Scranton, Pennsylvania that is known. Oh, you were there at the time. For there, uh, they were known for decorating their house. Like right. it would make the paper. It's 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 like the version. They, we also had a house during Christmas that had way too many lights on it that would make the front page and, right. and travel across the country. This this was one, but this, this, I walked by the decorated house and right. scared the shit out of people. My, <laughs> my, my, and you, and with a skull. With my, my skull face. Yeah. Like, well, I'm just going to be done. Oh, you were a skull face. I yeah, thought I, you had a skull. Like, I thought no, you were, no, I painted ah. my face like a skull. I did it. Oh, it was very, nice. it's working on you. That's kind of working. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of worked for me. Paint, it paints out on my You got face. your, you got creative. I did, but it's like, meh. And then I was like, meh. And then I, I would just walk. Yeah. And then it'd be like, <gasps> That's it worked. Yeah. And um well Greg and I actually went to the same party this year. Mm-hmm. So um the party was Cheech themed. and Chong. The party was <laughs> themed uh, <laughs> Hey. Um, it, it was a uh, nightmare before Christmas party. Yeah. And oh, because cool. we were working on Cat Massacre, yeah. we were both like 
(laughs) (laughs) on the the day of. And so I, you know, always being a quick and creative and scrappy sort of thinker, um, made a sign to go around my neck to tell everyone the conceptual costume Mm. that I had made this year, (laughs) which was... The costume was, I am the wind blowing through your hair. Oh. 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 She's like the wind. As opposed to being in the wind. Yes, I believe that would be as opposed to Mm -hmm. the wind beneath my wings. That was on the other side of the paper. Yeah. Yeah. Totes different, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) We are still in a fight. (laughs) Just kidding. It's my birthday. Um, I know. To me, let's uh, have a little. A yeah. Little close to my Happy birthday. birthday. Happy we're, birthday. We're mid holiday. Happy birthday. Clink, clink, clink. Oh, so. <laughs> sorry. It's sir. your birthday. I need a phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Um, so, as uh, Casey said, we went to the same Nightmare Before Christmas themed party. Right. Um, I did. Were you conceptual as well? Because I'm going to no, smack you. No. I, I, I totally tried a little. Yeah. <laughs> Well, by try like I I found a costume that I could purchase with money and just just put on. Right. Um. So I went as Sora from the video game Kingdom Hearts, well done. which uh, features uh, if any of you have played the game, it features a Nightmare Before Christmas themed level. Nice. Um. So I did not go as Nightmare Before Christmas Sora, which is slightly different than regular Sora. Um. But I thought it was you close went enough. next level. You yeah. Went, but you I had a keyblade. I had a giant. It was relevant. To yeah. The yeah. I mean, yeah. you right. were connected. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. I did not spike my hair up though, as there is uh, not much to spike up. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's a good spike. Okay. You have a little spike in it right now. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) You're like, I was just wearing a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just wiped it with a cloth. (laughs) Um, Did you dress up this? Were you at Were you at um, Under St. Mark's on Halloween? It's a really great. My memory loss is so oh, fucked. I hear, I hear you. I, I like literally. I'm stalling right now because I'm like, what did I do for Halloween? Like, I know. I, I'm trying to help you out right now did because I I'm something? trying to think about it. Yeah. So okay, let's see. What the fuck was I doing in October? Okay, this is what I was writing my thesis. Right. Um, oh yeah, you were in like hell. Like <laughs> yeah, it was not great. Um, so I did I go to Hunter St. Mark's? I don't know. I don't think I did. I think you would probably. That's that would I stand don't out because the drawing I, yeah. was that the frigid drawing was that night. Is, yeah, uh, but yeah. they didn't do it on Halloween. They, they did, did it. No, that's why it wasn't at what? the Mark's. They did it at the open mic. Oh, they did it at the open mic. Right. So I went. Um, okay. I went down to my roommate from undergrad's place in Long Branch, New Jersey, down the shore. And um, I'm sorry, my accent's coming Long in. Where on Long Island Long are you from? Long Branch. Okay, first of all, I'm not from Long Island. I'm really? from New Jersey. Thank you. Yeah. And my dad's from Brooklyn. So I'll thank try not to make fun of you, man. Right. <laughs> my God, why is every, everybody from New Jersey like too? You both suck. Oh no. <laughs> sorry, I'm a I'm a born and bred New Yorker. My um, mom's from Long Island. I just this is I, sometimes a contentious relationship. It's just I have oh it worse goodness. than I'm from Ohio. So like it's like. <laughs> what? It's only, it's stop it. It's like a good place to leave. Don't do it. I know. I just, you know, you know it's because like people just make fun of my accent all the time when it comes out. I love your it's accent. Just like, can I just like smack you for a minute? I love it. <laughs> like, can I just do that? You know what? If you want to smack me, you can. Oh, but I, I won't. I wasn't making fun of you. I love your accent. Oh, thanks, Kelly. I do love to talk like that though, because my, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I do. My best friend is. Um, so good. He's from Long Island as well, and in Craig's from New Jersey, so some, his his Jersey accent comes out. Like, <laughs> all right, 
So you um, don't remember what you were. Wait, no, I think I sort of do. Um, I I remember looking around and I decided to just put a bunch of flowers on myself and just be a flower fairy. Oh. And that's what I did. And that's the flowers pretty. all just fell off. Oh. So you were deflowered? <laughs> I was, Kelly. I was. Um, yeah, that's what I did. Nothing very exciting. But, you know, I I showed up. Yeah. The costume. You did it. I did. You were there. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm trying to think. I was like, I was, that was when I came home from, with Monkey? Or we, we did something together? Yeah, yeah. Who are you? I'm sorry. What's your name? <laughs> I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll, I'll say what you were and that will trigger, that will trigger what I was. Okay. You were uh, David Bowie. <gasps> oh. What were you? Oh, you Who's don't that? remember? No. I was your not your, oh, your, dead, your grandma. dead grandmother. Oh, that's right. As in everyone's. I'm everyone's. Oh, that's right. We went, up, we, we went to a party upstairs oh, that's where I know in my apartment from. building, and I didn't even remember what we did until now. Okay, now it's all coming back, Craig. And <laughs> I think like, I think they gave us like ecstasy. Maybe that's why I don't really remember. I remember like, everyone was handing out. A- <laughs> We actually, and I, I should just throw this out here what, right now. Uh, Lisa Levy, who's uh, one of the, another host on the station, um, had this amazing show uh, not not last Monday, but the Monday before, and it was called "Who Is More Annoying?" And it was three couples, and we were one of the couples, and it was a contest to see like which couple was the most annoying. And guess who won? You you did. Yeah, you beat me and Casey. <laughs> I don't know though if you guys would have been there. Oh, <laughs> all bets are off. <laughs> it was great. We won fifty bucks, but then we like donated it to the book because we don't. It was Tim and uh, Tim, Tim Shea's Laura's bar, so we donated to them for their. You know, they just opened a bar, uh, which I should say, uh, if when in Ridgewood. Uh, go to the Footlight Bar. It's an amazing place. Um, they have great shows. They have a great stage. They have, a, you know, a great bar. Just like a great. Um, God, great, great. Everything is great. Um, and I'm great. Saying, it's great. It's great. great. It's fucking great. great. It's good. It's fucking great. Uh, they have just a really cool little neighborhood thing happening there, um, and it's worth the check. Even it's a little, it's a little out there, but it's kind of it's just cool to show up and hang and see a bunch of bands play and um, drink a lot of good drinks, um, moderately priced drinks, which you don't find, you know, in Bushwick. Um, <laughs> The studios of Bushwick. So we should go through again and just let's do like Maggie, maybe say what your your synopsis of your show is and say the dates of the show again and let's let's do that. And just, you know, look give, give live a little like we might be in the second half, maybe people are just joining us, you know, give them give them a little taste, a little niblet. A niblet? Yeah. Like a niblet in my show? Yeah. Hi, my name is Maggie Nuttall and my show is Maggie Nuttall Live from Planet Earth. And I don't understand people. Even as a small child, I could not understand them. I couldn't understand. I had to be reminded constantly that I have seven older brothers and sisters and two parents. And with all this reminding, and that's your brother, that's your sister, that's your mother. That was like the background music of my childhood. Constantly. Because they weren't just reminding me. They were reminding all my other brothers and sisters. (laughs) Like don't don't torment your sister. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't break the chair. 
there. Because after a while, they stopped talking about She's the children. <laughs> there, she was showing more care for the furniture. <laughs> she did for the kids. So it starts there, and it, and, and I go on with my life. Uh, right. And I, I, I just, all true tales, all true stories, and uh, uh, yeah. Can I, I ask I, you a question? Sure. Do you think that um, people are innately good or innately evil? Um, I would like to. I would like to say that they're innately good. You'd like to say it. I would but like to say it. Can't, but can't. I also. I also like to hit people. I know, but I can't. I, I can't do it. I have to talk myself. Have you ever hit that. anyone in the face or anything um, besides your family? I mean, not you, since I was a child. Beat up. Not each since other. I was a child because I had to. You know what? I had to talk myself down. Mm. I had to talk myself down because the back of my head. There are times. My God, I want to be there. I want to be there in your head when you're talking yourself down from hitting someone in the face. And you're, oh my God, <laughs> no, no, I'm serious because I, I would look at the person. And I would think. If I hit this person in the face, first of all, they have a strong face. They have bones in there. And then did you know that your hurt. hands and your feet have the most bones in your body? True. So if you screw up your hand, yeah, it's going to be painful. Mm-hmm. You have to go to a specialist to get mm-hmm. it fixed. Pins. Yes. Pins. Pins. Yeah. Yeah. Go to jail, maybe. Probably. Yeah. yeah you, you have to. You have to. Uh, so I would go through. I would, mm. I would seriously go through this as yeah. I'm staring at a person. Yeah. As I'm, I'm looking at a person, the person's opening their mouth and they're talking to me. And I'm trying, actively trying not to hit them. We're just nodding. And that is, and you know what that is? In, in theater world, that's called a negative want. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to go mm-hmm. there because once you're there, there's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Right? Because then all that is is just anger. You just can't. You can't. Once you're angry, well, what is that? It's an energy cutter. It is. Yeah. So, so I won't hit anyone in the show. Um, <laughs> okay. You no, know, I won't so do that. So that's a selling point for Maggie. I don't show. have any upper body strength. Out to I show, will she not won't hit you in I the will, face. I will not hit you. I will not. I started a mantra. <laughs> oh, did, yeah. I, I have my own personal mantra. Don't. I would look at a person. and I would think my hands are worth more than this person's face. <laughs> I think that, I think that, you know, yes. Yeah. yes. Yes, because there'll be times. All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, basically, it's it's a comedy. I'm having fun. Yeah. And I also quit smoking, so there's there's that factor, right. you know. That, I mean, yeah. you talk about all sorts of, of different all, things, all sorts of things, dark things, that, but you may, you put a spin, you spin it with it, a, little, a little dark comedy. Yeah, well, that's that's what put a little nudge into it. We just it. talk about things that scare us. Yeah, we do. We talk about all the scary things. You address, and then we point at them and we laugh, <laughs> laugh in their face. And I won't punch you. I <laughs> and promise. I won't. <laughs> Maggie's made a promise, you guys. I will not. I will not do that. If you're My, just joining us now. You can see Maggie's show in the Frigid Festival. Uh, it is called Planet Earth. Uh, Maggie, not all live from, live Planet, from Planet Earth. Earth. And it's at under St. Mark's Theater. And mm-hmm. opening uh, opening night is actually a matinee, a Saturday, mm-hmm. February 17th at 12.30. You know what? You can come in on the shopper special bus. <laughs> ding, 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 And then ding. you can go see the show. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. you could just go go to Union Square and go shopping. Bring your bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah, you can do it. You Bring can come. You can do the shopping. Cheese. And you can come. Yeah. And then you can get back on the bus and go home. Because the thing see, is- this is the Maggie. I know you were so reserved when you came yeah. in here earlier. Well, like you, when we started the show, I was like, what is Maggie? What? She's well, so reserved. Like, has she changed? She's not this person I know anymore. This is the Maggie. Yeah, name. I know. This aren't is I, the Maggie. Aren't the greatest person ever? <laughs> no, the thing is, if I did this all, you know. <laughs> okay, so I was dating. <laughs> all right, so I was dating this guy, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> I was dating go. this guy. And the thing is, I'm very particular about the guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Now, well, I'm very older. Be. I'm very much older than a lot of you guys. So, mm-hmm. 
So I'm just to describe him as maybe a, you're um, not. You're no, no, no. He's chicken. Yeah. Ah! All right. Mm-hmm. So he he's been a carpenter for thirty years. I mean, that's all you need to know, right? Jesus. Carpenter thirty Jesus. years. The ass. Do you know what I'm saying? No, Very strong. I said Jesus, but you said yeah. I'm, you thought I said Jesus. No, <laughs> no. It's I'm. I'm, obje- I'm actively Jesus. I'm actively objectifying Jesus. the guy. All right, because that's that's where right. I'm at. It's like. Urgh, you know it's the salad. Did you have so your hymen? Guy, no, the hymen that, that was gone. I know. I'm sorry. That was gone. The hymen removed. Memories. Callback. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Two callbacks. That was, that was amazing. Yeah, that, was, yeah, that was a layered. <laughs> say your dates. My dates. Okay. Say so your dates. Saturday. I don't want to miss everybody's dates. Okay. Saturday, February seventeenth, twelve thirty p.m. Sunday, the eighteenth, at six fifty p.m. Uh, and then Monday, February 26th at 5.30, you can catch me right after work. Thursday, March 1st at 7.10 p.m., you can catch me a little later after work. And then Sunday, March 4th at 12.10 p.m., get your brunch on! What is your um, what is your day job? Um, I work at a call center. Uh, but You call- know I know the answer. I just, you know I, I, just want, I want you to have to tell people what you do. <laughs> yeah, because you're so mean to me. Uh, but the thing is, I used to work inside a building. Mm-hmm. I had to take a train and go, but now I work from home. See, that's amazing. My commute is like two feet. And, and as a result, I've expanded in size. Yeah, but just for the... This, this, I'm really impressed that you don't smoke because you're sitting at home and you mm-hmm. could be. So I'm like, who, kudos to Nanny. No, for I'm, just, I'm just expanding. I'm expanding. I am pregnant with ideas. Go... <laughs> All right, and we have the cat massacre. The cat massacre. One more, like a little, yes. little mini synopsis, whatever. And uh, the Great Cat Massacre is a uh, rollicking trunk musical uh, that depicts an actual historical event in which two young men accidentally set off the greatest act of felicide in the history of the world. Felicide. Yes. Yeah. Um, our our dates are uh, Saturday, February seventeenth. At one forty p.m. These are, by the way, at the Crane Theater. Yes. Um, Saturday, February twenty fourth, at five p.m. Thursday, March first, at ten thirty p.m. Saturday, March third, at noon p.m. And Sunday, March fourth, at five ten p.m. Nice. That is a good run. That is yeah. a good run. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a respectable run. Respectable. Well, I don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll pat ourselves on the back for <laughs> those five shows. And darling, dearest. Uh, my name is Megan Vandel, <laughs> and I am also called Darling Dearest. I am the playwright of What She Found, which is going to be at Under St. Mark's. Give a synopsis. Synopsis is going to be um, What She Found pays homage to Lewis Carroll's Through the Looking Glass and aims to delve into scathing reality and implications of post-traumatic stress disorder, dissociation, and living with the stigma of seeking psychiatric treatment. So our dates are going to be... Uh, it's a comedy. <laughs> it's totally a comedy. Absolutely. Actually, you know what? I'm really I'm really proud of my cast and my director. I When I was sitting in yesterday, they have like RuPaul. They're, as a sound cue, they're doing something very funny. And I was like, how the hell did they wind up with this? Was it interesting to see now that you're not in it? Uh-huh. Like the moments like where you thought like you were taking it to this place and now mm-hmm. that you know it's it's cast with another person mm-hmm. and how how does that how does that feel is that uh is that uncomfortable is it exciting is it both is it like It's so exciting yeah. because like while I was we were workshopping it and I was in it I was like okay yes this is serious yes this is heart wrenching but 
where the fuck is the comedy? Because like I, I just know that there, it's there. Yeah. That's when my director NJ does her magic. Right. That's when I take the back fucking seat. Yeah. And just produce it. Right. And uh, go on. Radio go on Free the right. Brooklyn. Has there been a moment where you were like, no, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like what you're. I don't know what. I don't like where it's going right here. Um, I don't think so. I haven't been at too many rehearsals. Um. I, I think I saw one thing where I kind of twitched You're a little like, bit. I'm just not going to watch until that. No, that's what I, I think did. That's awesome. I was just like, yeah. it, it was my, my trust. big girl playwright. Your step. trust fall. Yeah. You're I, trust falling. Yeah, I am. Yeah. And um, there was one instance last night where they were uh, really going into a scene. And um, I thought maybe they needed some dramaturgy or something. And so I, I said to NJ, do you, do you want me to stick around? And she went, no. No, thanks. <laughs> no, and just looked at me. I was like, all right, I'll go outside then. <laughs> all right, fine. Be that way. It's a lot of trust for sure. So, you know, it's it's also a testament to the people that I'm working with. Yeah. You know, that we, we all trust each other. Yeah. And you walk into the, the first show and you're like, oh, my God, they made it into a breakdancing show. I don't know why I'm so into <laughs> breakdancing <laughs> during uh, tonight. What? I know. It's because I'm a child of the 80s and it's my birthday. <laughs> birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Yeah. I'm feeling myself tonight. Should I say birthday. my date? I think this has been a... Yes, say your date. Say say your, date. And I love your leg warmers, by the way. They're just like these like muted rain, rainbow color. Thanks, pinks my grandma and, made them for me. Oh my Aww. God. Yeah. I said, Grandma, I want leg warmers. If you were coming said, okay. to my 80s dance party tomorrow night, I'd be like, you gotta wear those. I would, but I have rehearsed. I know. It's yeah. fine, you know. What a typical it's fine. answer. I know, right? I feel like such an asshole. I will dance it out for you. I'm going to dance it out for you yes um all right date okay date. so we open and name and say the name of, uh, of the show again okay what she found opens at under saint mark's on thursday february 15th at 7 10 p.m wednesday uh february 21st 5 30 p.m uh february 22nd it's a thursday 8 50 p.m uh saturday february 24th 10 30 p.m late night show it's gonna be fun and then we close on the day the festival closes, um, March 4th. It's Sunday, 5.30 p.m. So you can find us anywhere on those dates. Also, I do want to say that, yes, 100% of the box office does go back to the artists. Ooh, ooh, but ooh, we ooh. are donating 20% of our ooh. box office to the National Suicide uh, Foundation Lifeline which also shares funding with the VA Crisis Line. Awesome. So, you know, we're trying to put money where our mouth is really that's with us. amazing that's amazing yeah. and seriously um you know you can give to the artists and then you can also give back as mm-hmm. an artist like Absolutely. you know we're tr- I, I mean i don't want to say we're like the greatest people we try but we try we try we try uh we have we have big hearts i think yes. is the key now let me talk about let's talk about this let's talk about frigid time and the festival and like are you guys all gonna run around and see each other's shows are you yeah. excited have you made have you planned out your 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 it's not two weeks but it, it's, it's two weeks it's right? like two and a half three weeks it's yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah have you planned have you made a plan are you gonna kind of wing it what what's your totally winging it yeah you're totally gonna wing it it. is there something you know you want to see that's not in this room right now Mm. my bed your bed (laughs) (laughs) good luck with that funny enough that was gonna be my answer will you guys will you guys be at every show 
Yes. Of ours or all of the other shows? No, will you guys be at your every one of your shows? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, will. Yeah. You will. Yeah, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. I, I, will so you be at every one of your shows? I'm going to try my hardest. I'm just going to say for the past two years, Jenny Yosko of uh, Sour Grapes. Yeah. Um, she has a show this year, um, As You Like It. Um, I will be at that one. Yes. Um, she has seen, her and her mom have seen every single Frigid show. Yeah. So you will they have are to badasses. To them. I will also be at Mike Lemmy's show. It's his first show as a playwright. He's a comedian, so come out and support him. For and he sure, has been working really, really hard, yes. like developing, hit, um, yeah. you know, in a similar sense to Maggie, um, like storytelling and stand up. And um, I saw his show when he ran the, the 15, I think it was 15, 15 nights, straight yes. shows under St. Mark's Theater. And he used all of his savings to do it. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's just amazing. Um, it's it, what 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 excites you? What excites you about the, the the festival in general? Like, does it is it the is it your, the people that are going to see your show? Is it like seeing other shows? Is it like seeing what's developed in your own? You know, even even just with my personal experience uh, with the Frigid, which is you know two shows now, mm-hmm. they are so wildly uh, diverse. They're so mm-hmm. yeah, they're so they're so yeah. different. And um, because uh, the uh, Frigid Festival is giving opportunity to so many different types of artists right you are going to you're going to see so many uh viewpoints and uh modes of expression mm-hmm. um that's just really exciting yeah, yeah it is it's like even just these like these three shows here in this room yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean they're so different yeah and so exciting all of them i'm like i'm excited to see all three shows so mm-hmm. and that means a lot you know i mean you know i also want to see beers about show, beers about songs yeah mm-hmm um and what else did i want to say um oh my god i wish i had the list in front of me but i don't craig can you bring up the list um because there are other uh we actually in uh we are back here in two weeks i should say this as well not uh next friday but the friday after and we will have two more shows with us uh <laughs> and what shows will those be hold on let me look at my no i can't do that um we will have two more shows it damn it I can't remember what they are, but they're amazing. The uh, Nikki's so, oh Nikki Nazarella, yeah, Nikki oh, Nazarella. Um, uh, um, improvised Bryce one Newton. man show. Yes, and uh, another show which I'll remember in a second. Uh, yeah, you know, I've had my second beer and I'm I'm feeling kind of toasty. I feel like we've really gotten to know each other uh, mm-hmm. in these two hours. Yes. Um, is there anything that you guys? Uh, is there anything that you feel you're not ready for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not. I don't think I'm ever going to be ready. Right, I'm, I'm, yeah. you just got to do it. I'm just got to do it. You know, yeah. I'm just going to get up. I'm just going to walk. I'm going to get up there, and I'm gonna, and it's going to be. I'm. I'm. Do you know where yeah. it begins? You have your bullet points. I got my bullet points, and then uh, I'm just going to. I'm just going to shoot those bullets. Right, and, and shoot those bullets, and see what um, happens. Uh, it's, it's it's that's the great unknown. She's loaded, everybody. It's the great unknown. <laughs> um. I yeah I think that's a good good way to go you know just kind of and like you said before when you first when we were first talking about the show is that you're at like I'm gonna have fun yeah that's what I'm here for I'm here to have fun and I'm I tend to like show. beat myself up it was so much during frigid like I, I I need to come back and do it again and like take it easy on myself yeah and Craig's like no, she shouldn't come back to frigid again because <laughs> I turn into kind of a monster like I really do I'm just like I can't everyone hates me my show is awful nothing I nothing yeah, I've ever done yeah. means anything <laughs> and the thing yep yeah <laughs> yep. it's like you know what I mean like you you have all these you know you have all these doubts and it really 
it it really doesn't matter what anyone else well actually it does that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like you want you want to have that you want to have that mindset but then you're like fuck right at yeah. the same time yeah you're like this is i'm doing this for me and then yeah. you're like no i'm not i'm not really actually i need applause and i yeah. need i need good reviews <laughs> Yeah, um, that would be amazing. I actually don't know the other the other show that's coming, and that makes me sad. Um, well, you know, it, I'll be here in two weeks. You, you know what? Leave it up to the magic of radio. You'll come back. It'll be much like tonight was, which I thought was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys yeah. were amazing. This could have been a show. We could have just done this on the stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, for ten. I've seen worse before. Yeah, I see you. Oh, yeah. Ooh, do we want to go but there? Not at the, but not at the Fridge Festival. What's, <laughs> nope. What's the worst thing that's ever happened in dur- like during the run of a show for for, for all of you guys? Ooh. Because uh, it can't be worse. It's not going to be worse than whatever this thing is. That happened. Two kids making out in the front row. Oh, like they're in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're this, making out a, like they're in the movies. No, this is my hometown. They're sitting oh, there. They're making my out. God, it was like the you know the, you know how they bring the. Did high you call school. attention to it? No, because oh. I was I was you know being you were in the old, middle of your show. I was I was a, a mean and old lady, but um, yeah. <laughs> the, the, this was this was you know when they bring the high school over to watch the college show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sit in the front row. There they were making out like they're oh. in the movies. Like nobody could see. Like, Young- I can see you. Young Young Love. Young love, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You can't, you can't, can't stop, stop it. it. You can't stop that it. hymen needed to get broken. Yes, yeah, so you know she's working on her, and hymen. she's working on it. She needs to work. She needs to work on it publicly. Is she? Because <laughs> <laughs> that hymen needs a lot of attention. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, what about you guys? What's the worst? I, I, worst? I can't really think of a good example, so I'm going to so, give a, a tangential answer, which was <laughs> ooh, nice uh, word. Dude, yeah. just vocab. I have two degrees, <laughs> um, <laughs> both yet, in the arts. And I'm doing it very useful. <laughs> One of those in so, trombone. Yeah, really, yeah. what's oh, that worth? Oh wow! Yeah, I know. I have an opera degree. I get it. But uh, <laughs> um, as a as a child, I was often dragged to church. Uh, Sunday mornings Ooh. and um, one of my favorite things to do was to like bear claw crawl bear crawl mm-hmm. is that the word under bear under claw. the pews from like front of the church to mm-hmm. back and I'd just be like full of dirt and uh, at the time one of my favorite movies was Hunchback of Notre Dame and uh, my father at one point he grabbed me slung me over his shoulder and walked down the middle aisle <laughs> out into the sanctuary to like <laughs> scold me as I screamed Sanctuary! Sanctuary! <laughs> that sounds like the best that moment. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So uh, not, not, not during like a theatrical performance. But good but, enough. You know, That's yeah. close enough. That's really uh, good. Uh, absolutely. Actually, in a, in a similar vein, uh, when I was a kid, um, I was the first act in a, uh, a talent show in which I played the piano, I'm sure, adequately. Um, but the thing is, I didn't know where to go when I was done. So I, I tried to like just go. Uh, I, I just went in a direction and I got slammed by the curtains oh. like the curtains closed on me and practically knocked what me to the ground the? and so like i i was the opening act of this and like i had nightmares about it for a long time i, I am gonna have a nightmare about it tonight yeah so uh it was my sophomore year in high school and we were doing guys and dolls and i was sarah brown and um the guy I was dating at the time was Sky Masterson because, you know, hashtag <laughs> theater. And um, we were in the Havana scene, which is a really tough scene to do mm-hmm. musically. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're really good musicians. We're trying to do it. We're doing it. We're doing it. And then all of a sudden, 
I blink out and we're sitting there for four minutes just staring at oh, each other because no. I lost my pace <laughs> and we're just sitting there because I screwed up so badly and the audience is just laughing and we're just oh. like and I just yell out a ham sandwich please <laughs> <laughs> and then we rocked it tune in uh, come to check out the frigid at frigidnewyork.info and check us out in two weeks we'll be back here with uh, some more frigid shows